the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, God Chose Us. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. John's Gospel, the 15th chapter and the 16th verse. The Lord Jesus Christ is speaking. Now hear ye the word of the Lord. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. I want to talk to you from a simple subject, but yet real deep, chosen. Chosen. Somebody say, I'm chosen. Chosen means to be personally handpicked. Chosen by the Lord. God made choice of us back in eternity past that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Chosen. That's a choice that God himself made and he did not make it when we got here. He did not make choice of you and choice of me from our mother's womb. So we have to understand, and I pray that this message would bring some solace to your heart, some seasoning security, and some knowledge in knowing that whatever you're going through right now, God already knew it. Because he finished the end from the beginning. That there are too many things that we are confronted with on a continual basis in our lives, and there are too many choices that we are called upon to make during the course of a day, a week, a month, a year. And a lot of times, we make wrong choices. But is it not also the same when we are driving in unfamiliar territory? We may take a wrong turn down a street we thought was the right street. But however, we are given an opportunity to do some maneuvering, some backing up, and some careful handling of that stirring wheel to get back on the right road. And so it is with God. God knows sometimes we make bad decisions. Sometimes our decisions are not lining up with what God's will and wisdom and word is for our lives. But I've come to tell you, you don't have to be overly concerned about that because God knows how to deliver the righteous. God knows how to put your life back on track because you're chosen. And that's what we are after pursuing here in this message on this evening. Jesus said in his 16th verse, John's gospel, chapter 15, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go 
and bring forth fruit after his own kind. Become a soul winner. Have the joy of the Lord in your heart. Have the peace of God that passes all understanding. The fruit of the Spirit operating in you as well as soul winning. Now he says, you have not chosen me. Now we can back that up because when we look down through our own lives, some of us have made some messed up decisions. Okay? And, and, and then there's a scripture that says there was a time when no one was seeking the Lord. So God chose us, and it's very important for us to understand when did he choose us and what was his purpose for choosing us. In this lifetime, a lot of people, whether you're teenagers, adults or not, why am I here is the question. What is my life worth? What am I to do now that I am here? Lord, what would you have me to do? So let's back all the way up. And fix our minds on the fact that we are chosen. Now, you may not feel well about yourself. You may have a bad attitude and a bad understanding. And maybe you're the only person around you that's always down on you. Nothing you ever do is right. Your thinking is not right. Nobody likes you and all the rest of that stuff. Well, my prayer is that God's word will straighten all that stuff up with you. And will get rid of that foolishness. And to remember that your life is bigger than your problem. And that God is bigger than anything that, here we go, that he allows to come your way. So whatever you're dealing with tonight, the Lord allowed it. Okay? But you got to also remember, he chose you and me. We didn't choose him. And not only that, he ordained us. He set us aside. We are anointed for success. So we can't lose focus of the fact that it is he who has made us. And not we ourselves. So since we didn't make ourselves, one bigger than us made us and assumed the responsibility for us. So God is able to make all grace abound toward you. And that you having sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. So when we talk about being chosen a hand picked by the Lord, when did that happen? I pray that this will cause your heart to rest for the balance of your days on this planet as you walk with God. And, and, and don't allow yourself to be anxious for nothing. Don't be all stressed out over things you don't understand. That's why God gave us the opportunity and the access and the ability to pray about everything and worry about no thing. That's why Jesus said in this same verse, whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he not maybe, he may give it you. He has permission To give to you what you ask in his name that's consistent with his word if you come in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody say chosen. Chosen. Tell your neighbor I'm chosen. chosen. All right, now look at this. I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 1. Let's see when this choice was made. Oh man, this blessed my heart like you would not believe when I cogitated and meditated on the fact that God is responsible for me. He is responsible for me. He made me, and he made you, and he made a way for us to get saved. He loves us, and ain't no power on this planet can separate us from the love of God. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4, listen to these words. According as he hath chosen us in him, watch this, before the foundation of the world. 
that we should be holy. That means sanctified, set aside, and without blame before him in love. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. So then the Bible says, according as he, God, has chosen us in Christ. We were chosen in Christ. When did he do it? Before the foundation of the world. So what does that mean? That means you were not even a sperm then. We didn't become a sperm until God made our daddy. And put us in his loins. So what were we then? Because we were chosen in Christ by God before the foundation of the world was laid. So when was that? That was in the backwards, dim, dim, known past called eternity. That God made choice of you. And God made choice of me. So we were an idea. In the mind of God. God decided when he chose us who he was going to put us in. When he put us in the loins of our daddy, then we became a seed or a sperm. We were put in there when our daddy was made. So we moved from an idea chosen by God. He knew all that you would go through, all that I would go through. He knew the heartaches and the pains. He knew who we would embrace in life. He knew all that. But he chose us before the foundation of the world. And Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. So therefore, we have to understand that he did it before the foundation of the world. Say before the foundation of the world. Which no man knows when that started, but it was before the foundation of the world was laid, God made choice of you. And not only that, he chose your color. He chose your hair. Somebody said, I want to get that back. That's all right. He, he chose your hair. He chose you, and he chose me before the foundation of the world. And he put a purpose on our lives, that we would be holy. That word holy is the word hagios. It means sanctified. It means set aside exclusively for God's use. Now watch this. What does that mean? God chose us before the foundation of the world that we would serve him. Uh Uh-huh. Now watch this. Many are called, but few are chosen. How can you determine then whether or not you are chosen of God? Because you accepted Jesus, and there has still some to accept Jesus. So all that have accepted him, watch this now, they proved that they were chosen. So when they called on Jesus, God knew that they were coming because he made choice of them before the foundation of the world. So when you said, Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, you confirmed the fact that you were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. And the moment you made that statement, the Holy Ghost, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, the Holy Ghost took your spirit right then and baptized you into the body of Christ and sealed you until the day of redemption, which means then that you could not be lost. Now watch this. He chose us 
we called and accepted him as our Lord and Savior. In other words, we voted for him and he elected us. That's what makes us a part of the elect. You got that? We are elected. That's a doctrine that says that he chose us. And to show that he didn't make no mistake, we called him and he elected us. Amen. Amen. Stay with me now. It's going to get a little bit, little bit clearer as we go. So you have to understand that when we talk about chosen, you were handpicked by the Lord. Before you were placed in your mother's womb. Okay? Now, when we talk about being chosen in him before the foundation of the world was laid, let's go back and let's see how this shakes out here where we are today. Because let me tell you something. Go to Jeremiah chapter 1. When we understand that God chose us before the foundation of the world, then you're not trying to look to see where you belong. He chose us to put us in a particular place. And the place that he chose to put us was in Christ. Before the foundation of the world was laid. I had no idea when I was a junkie and selling drugs and doing all that stuff. I had no idea that I was a preacher. Huh? Had no idea. Had not. Those of you in here that sing, those of you in here that usher, those of you in here that serve, that's what God chose for you. So that is your chosen thing that God chose you for and have given you to do. And you notice this. As you serve him humbly and with a willing heart, he will pull more, watch this now, of the gifts that he has in you out of you. Anyone who rebels against serving God in this present age, our calling to fulfill, let all of our powers be engaged to do our master's will. Anyone who rebels against serving and, you know, seizing upon that opportunity, you can't grow. (laughs) You can't grow. You grow in the process of serving. I know because I started on street corners with a Bible. Right after I got born again, I immediately went to the streets. And then from the streets, you know, and then in the church, I was an usher. Then I was a Sunday school teacher. And I moved on up and now I'm a bishop. So you, you, you get revelation as to who God is in you by serving. Because promotion comes from the Lord. Okay? Now, in the book of Jeremiah, <clears throat> and we're talking about chosen. Somebody say that again, chosen. Okay, now remember, God made choice of you and me, and we called him after he got in touch with us. (laughs) Okay, after he got in touch with us. But God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Watch this now. Are you in Jeremiah? Chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. Listen to this. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, I formed thee. In the womb. Watch this foreknowledge. I knew thee. And before thou camest forth. Out of the womb. I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee. A prophet. Unto the nations. Then said I. Our Lord God. Behold I cannot speak. For I am a child. Now this doesn't mean that he's a little boy. That could barely speak. God was saying listen. When, when he says, when Isaiah says, when God says to him, 
when Isaiah said, not Isaiah, Jeremiah said to the Lord, I cannot speak for I'm a child. It meant that when he was called, he didn't know really the thing that God would have him to do or the things of the Lord and how those things should be ministered. But he knew because God told him, listen, he said, I formed you in the womb before I formed you in the womb. I knew you. Somebody say foreknowledge. So see, listen, God knows you. He knew you and he knew me before he put us in our mother's womb. So then where did that come from? Jeremiah came to his mother's womb out of his daddy's loin. Where did you come from? You came from your daddy's loin to your mother's womb. But God says before you ever got conceived, I knew you. So quit trying to spend the rest of your life going around trying to get somebody else to know you. Uh, if he knows you and he knows everything about you, then I think you will know. Because there's a, there's a doctrine with God and it's called foreknowledge or to know beforehand. You got that? So before I formed thee in the womb or the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. So while your mother was carrying you, I had already ordained my purpose for you being born. Now, if that ain't deep, somebody go get a shovel. We need to go deeper. Because when 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 you think about being in his mother's womb, and before he came out, God sanctified him and ordained him a prophet. Unto the nation. So when he came here, he was sanctified and ordained as a prophet before he was born. So whatever God has for you, that was given to you before you were born. Amen. Amen. See, and, and, and just having that understanding means then that God, okay, has ordained me. That's a form of not only sanctification, but anointing. And then, you know, in the womb, before the womb, and then out of the womb. Now, now listen to this. And God says, he says, as it relates to him being a prophet, the Lord says, I have sanctified you and I ordain you a prophet unto the nation. So Jeremiah had a call on his life before he came out of his mother's womb. Amen. That is why sometimes when people get married and thank God they married the right person, if they work as a unit, the best of each of them going to come out. I wish I had a witness in here. The best of each of those people are going to come out and make that marriage beautiful. Amen. Amen. But if, if one is unequally yoked, it's Freddy Krueger. It's Nightmare on Helm Street. It's, it's bad because they have nothing in common. And after a while, sex, you, well, I'm just trying to be straight up with you. mean, you know, sex ain't love. Okay, so when we talk about my reason for being here on earth, my reason for being here is because God ordained that I would be here at this time. Now, the Lord knew that, that, you know, not to have me born back yonder in the days when you had to go out and find a bull and a heifer and a turtle dove. That don't go with wearing Levi's. So you were born, you were born in the time frame that you should have been born. 
Somebody ought to tell the Lord, thank you. So you, you were born in the time frame you should be born, and God chose and gave you the gift before you were born. See, a lot of times people get all turned around and confused about the gift. They think all the gifts are supposed to operate at the church, okay? No, you're gifted even when you're sleeping, okay? But now, you know, let me just throw this out parenthetically. Those of you, there may be some of you in here, very good, very good at what you do. Typing, working on a car, fixing a broken computer. Those are gifts that the Lord put in you. But why did he do it? So that you can make some money to live down here. You got that? So when we, when we understand that we can do nothing without him and that he is responsible for us being here and that he ordained us and formed us and anointed and called us before the foundation of the world and whoever daddy hooked up with that became our mama. See, we all came from daddy. I'm sorry. We all came from daddy. But God had a, a, a purpose in doing that because the system is designed that way. So then when we were born into this earth realm, the Lord came looking for us, just like he did Adam and Eden. He came looking for us. And when the choice was made clear that God was knocking and we called on Jesus, we confirmed the fact that he chose us before the foundation of the world. Now what we need to do is get busy in doing what we already gifted to do. Amen. Amen. See, that's what messed things up. We got ungifted people in places where a need is and they can't function in that need because they're not anointed to do it. See, folk that are in the place where God would have them to be, you look at them operating, it's almost effortless. They do it all day long. But those that are not, they're always struggling, always complaining. Always got something negative to say. Because they're out of place. <laughs> out of place. So what you want and I want is Lord show me what you would have me to do since you chose me. And I'm your responsibility. Okay. So Jeremiah realized the fact that he says before I formed thee in the womb God says I knew thee. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. And the man had never preached one message. He had never preached one message. But God called him a prophet to the nations. That's beautiful. Now, what about our brother Moses? Go to Exodus. Just trying to show you, beloved, you're not just here to be here. You're here because God sent you here. Let me say that again. God sent you here into the earth realm. And he ordained you. And he sanctified you. And see, that's why the devil want to make us think that the things of the world are more important than the things of the Lord. But see, at the end of the day, God has called all of us to serve this generation. So we must not... We must not just kick, oh, singing in the choir, I'm just an usher, I'm just this and that. Baby, don't you minimize what God has maximized. You got that? 
don't, don't play that with God. Even if you don't do nothing but show up on Sunday morning to pass out envelopes, you're supposed to be found faithful, showing up to pass out envelopes. Then God will elevate you. Now you can tell the other people where to put the envelopes. <laughs> it, it works that way. Because promotion comes from the Lord. I never will forget. Uh, the pastor would ask us on Sunday morning. That was right when I was, I was a squeaky brand new preacher. But I didn't know that I was called to preach before the foundation of the world was laid. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Some of y'all didn't know that you were gifted to sing like that before the foundation of the world. Very few of us went to school to do what we're doing. Am I right about it? Very few of us. I don't have anything wrong with school. But school cannot refine for the most part. All things being equal. School can't make no gift be in you. <laughs> it just can't. So we ought to praise God for wherever we go and making our money and we are gifted to do that and we're anointed to do that. Then when it switch over out of the world to the church scene, here we are. Today's message, God chose us. FC2672, FC2672 is available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, Comcast.net. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell. 
And this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.